Who's your daddy? Boom! We are off with another episode of Booze Your Daddy, the podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Alan Snyder, here with my man, mean and green, coxman of one, Zach Elias. What's up, Zach? One? I mean, what am I supposed to say? I, I, You knew I was going to drop coxman on this episode after that Meshuggah drop you had last week. You didn't know what your state, I don't know. I knew. One for six, and you knew the ingredients all day. I was very proud that that was my one thing, you know? Yeah, I had fun making trivia. Now, you're going to torture me, I'm sure, tonight. It's like a comeback. Oh, be- I would never do that to you. Be some oh, absolutely like- not. I would only be fair and do the best I can. 76 qu- grueling questions. <laughs> That would be a very long time. Anyway, my man, how are you? This is our New Year's episode because this is coming out, you know, every Wednesday, every Saturday when these episodes come out. People, make sure you're downloading them. Give us a good rating. And this is the last one of 2020. Are you going to drop this right as the ball drops? Boom, Boozer Daddy goes off. Are they doing a ball this year? I don't know. Didn't you give one to Cal Ripken? Um I would for the trophy. Are they doing a ball? I'm sure they're doing a ball. You don't, you don't get corona from a glass ball. You get it from watching a glass ball with 4 billion other sickies. Right, but the same way they didn't do fireworks for July 4th is because they didn't want to encourage people getting together, is what I interpreted. I don't know. They didn't tell me. They. I, I, I'm also one of those people who drops they all the time, meaning like yeah. I was talking to somebody and they casually mentioned it type of thing. Well, I don't know. I'm sure they get the Trot Seacrest out there or Wheel Dick Clark's ghost out or whatever it is. I was going to make a Dick Clark reference and I just figured I'm still in the jailhouse for my Lou Gehrig joke from a couple of weeks ago with the patient. So I might as well quit while I'm not ahead with that type of stuff. Why, you have a lot of patients that like Dick Clark? How old is your patient base? They all saw Lou Gehrig play and hung out with Dick Clark? <laughs> No, it's that they don't like that type of insensitivity because I think Dick Clark had the stroke and then died of Parkinson's, maybe? Guy had all kinds of stuff. Yeah. So anyway, my friend, I want to hear about your Christmas. My Christmas was merry and gay. Um, well, we, we did a ju- – no good. You're going to stand Terrible. here and shake, really? shake your head at me in that powder blue v-neck? I bite my thumb in vain at you, sir. Yeah, I'm sure you do with that nice shirt. They make it for men. Um, Anyway, my Christmas was fine. I did a traditional Jewish Christmas, yet I did it at home. I didn't go to the movies. We watched a movie. We watched Soul. Oh, I also watched Soul, and I have some thoughts about it. So no opinions just yet, but keep going with your Christmas. Are we drinking here? I'm developing a thirst. Um, All right. You know what? Let's get into Jesus Christ. All right, sir. It's a three-minute mark, and I haven't had a sip. (laughs) You got somewhere to be tomorrow? Absolutely. I, I have a reprieve from Ron Katz. Instead of our normal 9 o'clock, so I get 9.30, so it's an extra half hour for me to sleep. Yeah, I've got nowhere to be. I'm actually off from work the rest of the year. Today was my last work day for the year. So, All right. Well, I would ask you what you're drinking, except you're drinking the same direct from last week. Yeah, yeah there you go. Four more of these bad boys. All right. Well, I am going back to something from the brewer I've had. It's called Kings County Brewers Collective Tiki Talk, or Tiki Talk, and it is a Fruited sour. I was in the mood for something different. I had an IPA last night. It just didn't sit so great. Mm. So I wanted to have something a little different for the show. I don't, shirt. I don't hate... That's <laughs> a, a regular shirt. It's a deep V in a powder blue. No. That's my headphones. Anyways. Yeah, cheers, nice. cheers to you, my friend. Release cheers the Kraken. I'm wearing a shirt from a solid Jewish bar in Minneapolis. Glicks. 
and it's the Jewish star. I think you already wore that once and explained it. I don't have it. very many shirts, and they're all from bars. Yeah, you might want to invest in some shirts, just saying. Buy me a shirt. Buy me that one. So, in, in no, I, I have a million Christmassy things to get into, but I guess for well, you... I was... Okay, so you, you, you do you. I was going to do my Christmas, but... No, no, no. I have a question for you, because you, you know, you and I talked throughout the week, and you said the other day something that I said I, I didn't ask... You know, do you ever notice that you'll text me sometimes, and I just ignore whatever you said? Like, I couldn't care less what you were just mentioning, because it's so good, and I wanted to wait to do no, it. No, but I do appreciate we said this that you say I couldn't care less, and that I could care less. Yes, this dramatic. is like the third time you've done this. No, that wasn't on air. That was pre-air the last time. Oh, was it? Okay, well, now everybody knows about that. Well, you mentioned something about your daughter and her feelings towards Santa Claus. Yeah, well, not feelings towards, but yes, what, during the Christmas times, she did say, so we were watching Elf, and as one does with a kid, and she liked it, and it landed. We also watched Jingle All the Way, which was fantastic. She, that, that Jingle All the Way? Top 10. Oh, yeah. Oh, That's my God. Turtle man gets me every time. Um, Jamie! <laughs> yeah. Anyway, when Sidman throws a bomb and it actually is a bomb and he's just like sick people. The recurring top sick, is, is such sick a great people. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Phil Hartman, anyway. not his not his best work, but go on. Yeah. But anyway, so she's she does she's pretty skeptical about Santa Claus, as one Jewish girl is. But she did say to me that the next day we were watching football, or whatever, and it was out of left field. She was, you know, Santa Claus is gonna die soon. And it just sat like that. And I said to her, I took you guys such a surprise. I go, Okay, and then what? I thought she'd have a plan. She goes, mm-hmm, I don't know. And then, like, <laughs> just moved on, like, casual. Like, I guess I'll just, you know, send something to a shiva call and we'll, we'll figure it out. Like, it was Is she so watching casual. too many of these, like, diabetes commercials? Or is she watching too much news around, you know, Corona? Too many of these diabetes commercials. Um, Wilford Brimley. Yeah. I think, the I think di- he the passed diabetes. away. I think he died um, this year, right? I don't know. That sounds on brand. It feels like he's going to die every year. Fair. Um, Anyway, yeah, she just, like, Santa Claus is in his 90s. He seems to be an active guy, but he's in his 90s. And, you know, it just sort of works. She did the math. He's going to die soon. She didn't have a she didn't have a follow up or a backup. You plan. didn't ask her why do you say why did you think that like n- nothing. No, it caught me by such surprise. If it had it been during a Christmas movie, maybe I would have had a follow up question. But it was during football, so a I wanted to move on and get back to football, and b I was totally blindsided. The curveball. She threw me the Uncle Charlie, and I whiffed, as most parents do when their kid asks them a tough question. Wow. Good yeah. to know Ron Katz drinking a Bell's Amber Ale tonight. Love to hear that he's drinking along with the show. He said he set a reminder for tonight's episode. He missed last week and felt terrible about it. Oh, oh, oh it's, it's a reminder to drink. Right. Oh, 8.08, got a drink. <laughs> also, yeah. Ron Katz saying nobody allowed in Times Square, which is when I where I get my news of people say you're not doing anything in Times Square. People? Ron Katz is people. Ron Katz is a great source of knowledge. He knows so much random shit. If you need New York City a trivia, get that guy on the horn. He knows anything about this city. Oh, God. That means you got him on the horn, and the two of you are going to light me up tonight for New York City trivia. No. I no. I want him to be just as surprised and see if he can get any of this stuff just the same as you. I don't I don't like to ruin it. Because oh, your family couldn't give me the amazing tales of Snyder. They had nothing, so I had to go to the Google. I since talked to Samanda and my sister, and my, I saw my sister. Uh, sh- 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 Shelby. It's anything. The funny thing is, we actually call her Shelly as a joke, which her mother hates so much. So naturally, the more she says she doesn't like it, the more. Give me we a do mother's it. phone number. I'll talk to her. Jewish mothers love me. I can convince them of anything. Uh, her mother, you wouldn't last very long on the phone. I last very long. Anyway, <laughs> so I, I saw my sister over the break, and she gave me one of these. You know, your friend, I didn't, he's kind of weird. Like, why was he asking me? I was like, no, 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 he's a good guy. He was just looking for a joke about, it's she's like, I'm weird, but what's the, what's her deal? 
Give me her number two. I'll call her and talk. I feel like there's not that much embarrassing stuff about me. I mean, that's the problem. Is that a problem? I embarrass myself so much on a regular basis. There's just not that much more. So she didn't find me reaching out for funny stuff to be delightful. She found that weird. Yeah, she she was kind of offended, actually. Really? Yeah. So that seems pretty strong. It seems like a bit of an overreaction. All right. So before, let I want to tell you just a little bit about my Christmas, and this will tie in. I almost won Christmas this year. I went to this is probably also Chinese food, by the way, but go on. Great, great throwing deck. You asked me how mine was. So I was at you know Julia's house where they had there's three kids there and people got each other presents. There's a lot. There were so many presents, dude. I can't even begin to tell you the boxes on boxes on boxes. And you know I have a niece who's 11, a couple of nephews. Like I've been through this so many times now. Like the perfect gift and doing the best thing for each other. I just thought to myself, like you know what? I'll just do something fun with them or make something fun and. At the last minute, I thought to myself, you know what would be really kind of a cute idea? I'm going to make a movie night for the kids, especially because we were there for like three days and you need activities to kill the time. Knowing that the movie Soul was coming out, I thought it looked like a decent movie. I went and did envelopes where I wrote all their names on it from Santa and made fake movie tickets, popcorn vouchers, candy. Like, let's make a movie night. Let's have some fun. Have you ever done this with your daughter? I've made popcorn for her, but I haven't gone the whole month, the extra, you know. Uh, don't nine. go the full Monty with your daughter. That is not, not the, the full right Monty, but, um, No, I, I haven't gone the extra effort. I, I, it's I it's cute. Maybe it's I a better idea for your sisters. I will watch one movie. I'm right. not doing it for my sisters either. No. For your sisters to do it with her. I, I, I get it. So I'm I did this. And so, um, Zach, it was at least four feet long of presents, maybe about two to three feet. It, it, the base. And I just went and threw the three letters or the envelope sealed on top of all of them. They're getting ready to open presents, and they were open the open open the card from Santa first. That's, that's the one we got to go for. And I'm sitting there like, uh... And then Julia leans over and tells me that the middle one had called all her friends on her iPad and said, we have a letter from Santa waiting for us. And they were the most excited about my Fakakta letter present. Little did they know, they open it up, they find these little crappy papers that I had written, you know, cinema, admit one. (laughs) They're like, where's the letter from Santa? I was like, "Uh, uh, he told me he would bring it tomorrow at the movie for you. (laughs) They were they were so disappointed. And you claim to have won Christmas. You I said I Christmas. I said I had a chance to win Christmas. They and were more excited. Lost Christmas. Oh, it gets you better. Killed these kids' sense of whimsy forever. It gets better. So then I grabbed some wrapping paper and then I stuffed it, you know, away. The next day I cut it into a cute little shape. I wrote a letter from Santa for them. I put it then near where the presents were. The next day, the one girl opens it up right away and goes. You wrote this. This isn't from Santa. And I'm thinking, that's the line we're drawing on? Like, you believe the the other ticket that had clearly my handwriting in it. She was a sweet and loving Santa-believing girl until you broke her spirit. The next morning, callous and mean. It gets worse. The little one, who's the cutest one of all three of them, sits down in tears. I can't find my ticket from Santa. I can't watch the movie. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. I could. She was in tears because you she lost. Lo- <laughs> Dude, I was like, 
Uh, so I grabbed quickly. I mean, I grabbed one of the other kids' tickets, took a picture on my phone, and I said, "No, no, Kira, you're going to be the electronic version." She's like, and she's very skeptical. So I had to go through my phone and find an old ticket stub I had saved, and I showed her. I was like, "This is the ticket stub I used to go to a UFC fight at Madison Square Garden." I said, "If somebody checks tickets, we'll just show them this." And she kind of, you know, wiped up her tears. Was like, "Okay, okay." And then I take out the can. It was a variety pack. M&M's, M&M peanuts, Twix, and Snickers. Crowd pleaser? Sure. They didn't eat any of them. Six. There was a 10, again, a 10, a 7, and a 6. They were like, we don't eat this. What was was the right answer? What was... (laughs) So, yes, I had a chance to win Christmas. Gummy bears. I don't know. Swing and miss on all of it. Yeah, that's that's rough. That's how the Menendez brothers started. It's called bad Christmases. (laughs) Um, Malibu and pineapple for Evan tonight. Attaboy, buddy. I'm sure. Nice. That's exactly what the 60, 11, and 12-year-old want to have for movies, too. I can't even drink Captain Morgan anymore from that kid, but that's okay. Whatever gets you there. What'd you think of Soul? All right. So we sat down to watch Soul. I uh, thought it was I thought it was good, not great. I thought it was good, but not a kid's movie. Not Well, that's the thing. And I was going to say, these kids watch this movie, and we're not going to give any spoilers away, I guess, for this, for people who haven't seen it yet. It's Although, Soul. You can spoil it. It's a Disney movie. Something, something, something happens. Something else happens, and then it ends happy. The you, ki- you saw the movie. The, well, I have thoughts on the actual ending. But as far as the movie, the little kids at the end, they were like, oh, well, I liked that kind of computer that they would go into. And we were like computer yes they were definitely not dead and in purgatory they were in a computer for most of that movie Felix, my six-year-old knew immediately he was dead <laughs> she's the one who's offering santa claus in a few weeks well all right samanda i won't spoil any of the movie for you but for me i had one big takeaway from that movie Tina Fey was wasted my takeaway yeah, it didn't really flow so well. I thought Jamie Foxx's way. What do you need Jamie Foxx for that? It could have been like Fred Fox. It would have been the same movie. Yeah, it could have been pretty much anybody. Although, Jenna, thank you did for pointing you, that out. Did you the, say Fred Fox or Red Fox? Like Fred, not Red Fox. Red Fox would be, would be great. <laughs> would be great. And he might be in purgatory, by the way. So your wife brings up a great point. Oh. Them shitting on the Knicks was hysterical. Like, that was the line of the movie. Oh, my gosh. Like, we've been torturing this team for ages. <laughs> I laughed out loud. That was very that good. Was the- Funniest line of the movie, and Zoe laughed too because she knows I root for losing teams. And like, she'll always ask me, like, Did the Jets win? Did the Mets win? She knows the answer is no. I'm not a happy guy. I'm not smiling. Clearly, they didn't win. Or no, they did win. I want them to lose. But did the Mets win? No, they did not win. Did the Orioles win? Absolutely not either. Sometimes there's, you know, 62 games a year we win. Sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> well, not this year. Oh. That, that was a great meme going around for a while where it said the Orioles were celebrating that they couldn't lose 100 games because the season was only shorted to like 65. Yeah. So, what, what, what my, Zach, my takeaway message from Soul was if you work hard enough to get where you have to be and experience success for one night, give up on your dream and go back and try to inspire other people. Like, I thought that movie, the message it was actually sending was horrible. That guy had the night of his life, and if he thought, what did he think he was going to do? Like, get signed by Tower Records the next day and, like, be all over Spotify? Tower Records. And I'm the one who's not skewing old. I love Tower Records. My point is... I love in general, listening to, like... That guy had the night of his life... And yeah. gave up on it the next day. Because it was like, eh, do I really want to come back here and do the same thing? It's like, yeah, dude. Just, you, yeah. You killed. Go back and do it 700 more times. And then maybe you'll get to be who you want to be. But the Disney message is hours. give up on – well, he put in his 10,000 hours to get there. The mm-hmm. Disney message is give up on your dream. Yeah, go be a middle school teacher. It, it, that's what I took from the movie. Did no you not? No one ever dreamt of being a middle school teacher. 
ever. So, yeah, Zach, no, I, it, I didn't think it was a great message. I didn't think it was well executed. Nick's line was funny. I didn't think it landed. Well, it got me thinking about maybe and some... you don't ever need to see it again. That's the other thing, too. Definitely like, not rewatchable. My, my no daughter chance. watched Frozen three times in the same day. Yeah. She, no, none of us ever need to see Soul again. Not no. sad that I saw it. Don't need to see a second of it again. Agreed. This movie got me thinking about some other Disney movies. And maybe we missed the message the first time we watched them, right? Because all these movies have these overarching themes. No, I knew Ariel was a slut when I saw it. Just saying, if you're Ariel and you have a talent, you should give up on your dreams for a boy. That's what that movie teaches little girls around the world. Because it'll all work out in the end. Don't worry, right? Well, she gets cute legs. And if you're Cinderella then the moral of the story is do whatever you have to do to get clothes you can't afford because you'll get the boy in the end. Yeah. I mean, if if you're the Lion King, what I take away from that movie is the next time I'm sitting at a family dinner and my you're uncle starts... You're fight your uncle, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, I, I just got me thinking about, did I miss the message on these message on these movies? Because, yeah, if I'm sitting at a family dinner and my uncle gets in my face... He might kill my father, although I'd probably rather have my father than my uncle. That's neither here nor there. My point is, is if your uncle starts acting up, you got to take him down before he takes you down, Absolutely. sir. My uncle, my father actually did rumble apparently once years ago at like work. They just, when they used to work together, they would just drop the gloves. My dad like went after him. Neither of them are exactly tough guys, though. Neither am I. Um, but that said, yeah, they, I, I would be my uncle if I had to. If he starts up, he's a pain in the ass. He's, he's the, the, you know, fun, obnoxious uncle who convinced me at a young age there was like a monster in his closet and he's, he's always torturing kids. What a dick. Oh, yeah. He's a dick for the fun of it. That's his move. That's his go-to move. And you don't have any nieces or nephews to torture yet, right? I just got a baby niece. I mean, she's a few weeks old. I'm happy to torture her, but... Yeah, not yet, but you will. Give it a few months. I, it's so weird because I feel like you're a good torturer, but when it's going to be a kid, you probably have a little bit of a soft spot. Eh, no. I could torture. I could haze. Um, oh, we have this horrible thing in my, my family tradition. I don't want to go too long with it, but I'm a, a very large shareholder of Jimenez Oil. It's number two behind my, my cousin. Jimenez Oil, and I'll be quick with it, is hell. So if you find an unpassive, if you find the Afikoman, you would get like $20. And like in the 80s, that was an obscene 20? amount of money. That's, that's a lot of money right now. Oh, no. They make you earn it because we used to have big family uh, gatherings. So you'd get the 20 and then you'd get the opportunity. Now, granted, it's like six o'clock. It's, the markets are all closed. What do you know when you're seven? You get the opportunity to invest in Jimenez oil. So you give it to your cousin, who's the banker, who gives it to someone else, who's the stockbroker, who gives it to someone else. And then the market is doing really well. And they're all talking and they're all drinking, of course. And now your, your $20 is worth 40 and it's worth 100 and, it's a, and then somewhere around, like, and you're all pumped up, like my 20s. And you don't know who has your 20s. It's past different hands. And then around like 7.30, you're like, the market crashes. And now your <laughs> 20 is worth like $2, worth nothing. And they're torturing you, but you don't know whose pocket it is. And at that point, all you want is your 20 back or even just for them to stop talking to you. So you do get your 20 back at the end of the night, but you have certainly earned it with two hours of near tears. There have been tears. I held my, I, I held my shit together, but I've seen my cousin and others cry from it. Jimenez oil is not a real thing, is it? No, my grandfather made it up in like the 60s to tor- or the 70s to torture my slightly older cousin. And I'm a major shareholder, so is my cousin Jason. Uh, my cousin Sandy is the uh, majority shareholder. So yeah, it's only the boys they do it to. The girls get spared. They don't get tortured. But yeah, if you're a male cousin, you're investing in Jimenez oil at some point in your life. And it's horrible. It's like the worst night of your life. It's a bunch of 
mid middle-aged men who are all drinking who are now just torturing you. And you're like in the circle, the circle, you're standing in the middle trying to get your $20 back. It is just some weird, you know, hazing ritual. At the what $20- point does Zoe just say like, can I get Bitcoin instead? Like, I don't need this Jimenez oil she crap. She probably will. Well, she'll be the one doing Jimenez oil. Jimenez coin. It'll evolve. Yeah, Jimenez coin. But yes, Jimenez oil is, is a Elias family tormenting tradition. Very nice. I'll have to never invest in that company. It's a good company. <laughs> so the other thing that that I've been doing kind of subconsciously, and I don't even realize I do it so much, you know, one of Julia's nieces comes down midway through the night, one of the nights, and she says, Alan, I'm bored. You always have fun things to do. What can you do right now? And I was like, okay. night. I don't think she wants to know what you're doing. Middle of the night, meaning like nine o'clock or something. Middle of the evening, rather. Jesus, fucking grammar police. Yeah, on the hub. <laughs> Speaking of, quick, quick, quick sidebar. I did. A, I was interviewing someone at my my company the other day who works with a company that's called Hub Properties, and he says to me in an interview that he's known at his company known as King of the Hub, and I just died. <laughs> And I said to him, I knew the guy a little bit. I go, you don't want to be known as that. I go, he goes, why? I said, I made a fake. And then he got it quickly too. And and we both just fell down laughing. He got the job though? He'll, we're a real estate company. He wants to be an agent. We'll take almost anybody. But he, he, he's going to decide in a month if he wants it. But King of the Hub made me laugh. That's good. It's, uh, <laughs> one of my friends sent me a text the other day. I didn't know the reference right away, but he was saying how he was in a meeting and somebody came in and was pitching like a sales associate or something. And it was like seven managers in there. And the guy was saying, no, we really want to hire this guy. He went to this college. He has this experience. He's sexually active in the community. And <laughs> so I didn't get it. So I was like, I Googled it. That's from Along Came Polly. Do you remember that? <laughs> my buddy's like, dude, I was done. He was like, I couldn't breathe. <laughs> He goes, so, somebody said that in a meeting. They were trying to sell this guy. I was like, his That's name is amazing. His That's name is Josh. So as we're sitting down there, and I've done this a couple of times now, if you are not playing your college drinking games with little kids, sans drinking alcohol, obviously, but, you're you're doing the holidays wrong. Now, I usually have a drink in hand as we're doing this. The most fun that these kids had all weekend with me was playing Fuck the Dealer, which I know you're familiar with that game, right? Where you guess the card, right? I, I wouldn't call it that in front of a six-year-old. Obviously, before, we call before it... The, before the nine-year-old's about to run me in Beirut, but... <laughs> so... I've never played beer pong with my niece and nephew, but they've gone to like fairs and carnivals and like a booth will set up a mini table and you shoot a ball. It's like spinning the wheel. Shoot a ball until you hit a cup. You look in the cup and it's like, oh, you get a tchotchke. Take this home and, you know, tell your parents to bank with us type of thing. For the future. Right. So they, I've seen Beirut with little kids or beer pong is what I'd rather call it. Yeah. Kids not good at flip cup can't do that. But we play screw the dealer with these kids. And then we what also flip the dealer. Like how did you make it? Call it screw the dealer. That's it. Because your dealer gets screwed at the end. Like it, it's it's not that bad. And you then the other screw. one. I don't biggest, know what you can say. I was stuff, but go on. Biggest hit of the weekend. Did you ever play pass the dick? Do you know that game where it's. Go on. No. <laughs> What so kind of Maryland game is that? No, this is a college game. It's more of a gambling game. The more so, what you do so is you straight up. We don't take our dicks out. <laughs> you deal the card, one card face down to everybody. The first person looks. They can keep their card or take the person to their left of their card. You basically don't have to have the highest card. I know that card. The game. I don't know. I don't know what is past as 
says, what's well, it called? Dick we, call it pa- we call it pass the dick because okay, the, the ace is the dick. So you're passing the dick around. That's how it works. That's fine. So as Julia chimes in, I guess we called it high or low, which is a completely different AC Doocy type of game. But yes, these kids were like, can we play the guessing game? Can we play the pass the ace game? Zach, you're welcome. Next time you have a bunch of little kids, you need to entertain them because that is a great game that the adults can play with the kids. And at one point I made a joke like, oh, you have to drink. Ron Katz calls it pass the bitch. I've heard that as well. I generally like will say, oh, you got to drink or oh, drink too. So the little one at one point goes, get me a glass of milk. She, at one point, you know, she gets queen. It was like a four. She finishes the glass of milk and goes, I need more. Then, again, she went you through like, You cut her off. I'll tell you what I've had enough. No, no, you, you, you got to drive tonight. Take her, take her big plastic keys away. I mean, she's never going to hear this, so I don't mind putting her out there. But she had an accident in the middle of the night. And she wakes oh, up the next man. morning and goes, it was from all that milk. I think that was why. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, well, there you go. Pass the dick. So as the fantasy baseball season ends, I'm sorry, fan- fantasy football season ends. Mine ended two weeks ago, I, but go on. I know. Well, I wanted to congratulate you on winning your fantasy football game because you made such a fuss about whatever fucking league you played in that you couldn't do my league this year. So I assume you won it, right? Semifinals. Okay. Here's but I something- did win three, my pick em pool three times this year. Now I'm, I can't qualify for week 17 because it's a three-win limit, so good for me. Oh, that's garbage. I've never heard of that before. I don't love it, but... That's trash. It's all it's all luck, anyways, with that stuff. No, 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 no. It's skill. Well, oh, if you're, do you play with point spreads? No, just straight up pick them. So okay, like everybody gets twelve okay. over. If you're playing p- pick them without point spreads, you're a child. Yeah, no, I'm a child. Julia, he had the Jets. League. He is I'm not a survivor league. anymore. No, I didn't lose in the Jets. I lost last week in the Bengals game. Oh, the Bengals. Bengals oh, that's right, Bengals Steelers during during the Boozer Daddy uh, recording. Daddy's is bad luck. But no, Julia, I would have lost last week anyway because two out of my potential three teams lost. It was carnage last week. Yeah, it was pretty uh, rough. So, so, Zach, I, so as far as we had something come up in one of our leagues. Now, yeah. did you win your league? Uh, that one I got. That one I got third place. Where it was, I had everybody that scored. I put up the most points in the final week of anybody in the playoffs one week too late. Like, I had Kamara, Godwin, like, everybody the next week. You don't want to hear about this. Nobody cares. So, what I was gunning at, and Eric, who's our mutual friend, more your friend than mine, when him and I played each other, he sent me a, you know, no, I wish. It would have been very zoomed in. But he sent me a, hey, congratulations. Like, do you send a congratulatory text when you lose to somebody in the playoffs, in the finals, whatever? It depends on the person. It depends how I lost. depends on the season. I would err on the side of no. No. But I tend not to send a gloating text either when I win. Business as usual. Expect to win. So my move, nobody... You've been there before. Slow trot around the base. Truth. Nobody talks more shit than me in most of these leagues. Usually not so much during the season. Usually more in the playoffs. But in the playoffs, I will tell you, when I lose in the playoffs to a a person that I respect, I will generally send a, hey, it was close, or good luck, or whatever. We'll talk. When I'm winning, I generally send a... I'm waiting for your concession speech. (laughs) That's a great one, by the way, because when you're stomping somebody, I want to hear that. Now, most people tend to do that. We had something in one of our leagues. It it means nothing. But uh, somebody sent out a text last night of, you know, bow down to your back-to-back league champion. And it was like, uh, and I said, congrats, that was a bit much. An email chain ensues where the person that he beat said, should I send out a screenshot of the text message he sent me last night conceding that he had already lost? 
because he thought this guy thought he was losing, and then there was a reversal like in the fourth quarter and won by a couple of points. That's that's some horseshit, right? That, that should maybe count. Or you're like, no. No. I, I think you can send a text. You can send, but I don't need to email the whole league. Because then it's a text chain, and then it's an email chain. I don't want to deal with that. These people are, I don't know. You, If I know the person, I'll probably send them a, hey, good game. Or, hey, go get them in the finals. Or go beat that twink you're going to play next week. But that, that word's not useful nearly enough. Um, but anyway, I, I tend not to be very mouthy. I let my team do most of the talking. Yeah, fair enough. So <clears throat> before we get to what chafes your inner thigh... I didn't plan on talking about this this week and then got a text from one of my friends. If you've listened to some of the Booze Your Daddy episodes... They haven't. I've made reference... No, this person has. I've made reference to the fact that there's a bonus Jonas, right? Have you, have you heard this before? I have. I haven't taken the time to Google him. There her. is... It's a him. I think it's Frankie. There are three Jonas oh, Brothers, yeah. obviously. There is a bonus Jonas who is not in the band. He's a little bit younger. I get a text today. From the him? Bo- no, I don't think I'd, I would be friends with them, but it was from a friend who says the bonus Jonas tattooed the name of an influencer on his thigh today. And I was like, what? Of Is course, my I, name? I had you're not an influencer. Clearly my gonna, uh, absolutely. Julia's clearly influenced. I then had to look it up, and it was this ridiculous story, this back and forth, this TikTok. And, but the only thing that came out of my mouth when I first heard this was, if this bonus Jonas chopped off a testicle and used it to descend the, the New Year's Eve countdown into his mouth, still not as famous as any of his brothers. That's where your mind went? You need <laughs> to Year- get out more. It's you a New Year's to- episode, man. You need to do things. It's a New Year's episode, Zach. I suppose it is. Um, I heard that. I heard this like he tattooed. If that doesn't scream, I want attention. I don't know what does. Oh, he's an attention whore. Absolutely. I mean, I was surprised he's not out there doing all kinds of random, ridiculous nonsense. You know, go befriend Johnny Knoxville. Just just for that, I'm putting him on the Death Watch 2021. You're going to kill him in 2021? No, I'm thinking that this guy is going to. Put the lipstick on? Yeah, exactly. I'm just saying that. Like, what is this guy doing? What are you doing tattooing somebody's at Taylor or whatever the hell the girl's name was? Like, what are you doing, man? Yeah, because in 40 years when nobody has a clue what any of these things mean, it's still there. Because something's going to replace, you know, hashtags and at signs and TikTok. And there's going to be a new, you know, newfangled thing that's going to scare us both. Oh, of um, course. Yeah, and he's still going to have at this person's name on his upper thigh, which anything on your upper thigh is just creepy. It's just, it's such attention seeking. I just, I can't with this guy. I thought that was pretty weird. Speaking of hashtags, have you finished uh, Cobra Kai yet? I haven't started Cobra Kai. I'm two episodes deep into the Queen's Gambit. Uh, It's a different pace. Why? I, I finish it. I'm not ruining anything. Yeah, but I can't watch both at once. It's not going to happen. I can't crisscross. Well, the new it. season of Cobra Kai comes out this week, but I'm, sure I, I, I'm all caught up. But when you said hash, hashtag this, there's a great scene where, you know, Johnny Lawrence is learning about the internet. I mean, he's stuck in the 80s and he has his Cobra Kai dojo. And he's like, he pegs the video and goes, put that on the internet. Put it here. Hash, hash brown Cobra Kai. Hash brown kick ass. <laughs> that, it tickled me. I thought that was deli- I thought it was hysterical. It tickled, it tickled your upper thigh. <laughs> Speaking of my upper thigh, sir, what is grinding so, your what, upper what thigh? What grinds my, my gears and my, my thigh? Well, not, it, it's, I'm upset, and it's an existential sort of upset. And here's the, the thing. You keep, the last couple of weeks, you've asked me what, what's bothering me, what's grinding my, uh, what's chafing my upper thigh, whatever I have. You complain constantly. It's an easy sell, but man. I don't. But I don't. Well, not recently. And, and my answer has been nothing. I've been happy. I've been, I started thinking about that when I walked to work today. I'm upset that I'm not more upset. It's a function of the pandemic is that 
I'm an observant person, as are you, to a degree. Not the same quirky way that a Jonas Brothers put him put his balls in his mouth on, you know, New Year's Eve. But I, I noticed. Ten, like, nine, eight. Come on, no, nothing. Still no, not as, still not, not as famous as his brothers. That was the only point. I think he would be if that <laughs> infamous, maybe. But anyway, it's a function of the pandemic that, like, usually what bothers me are life's little foibles. Like, hey, remember that time at that place when we did that thing and that thing happened? The problem there, is there's none of that. Right, there is no time. There is no place. There is no thing. I, I'm, I'm perpetually either numb or just comfortably numb or, or happy to be home because I'm not out being annoyed, but I miss out being annoyed. You know, give me my vaccine, give me my shot so that I can go out there and be angry again. You know, I, that's, that's what's been bothering me. It's been bothering me all day is that I'm, I'm pissy that I'm not more pissy is that I haven't been out in so long to a bar or to a place or to a thing where some guy might like say the wrong thing. None of these things happen. So I'm, I'm in like a Russian doll of being just numb. Sweet birthday, baby. Exactly. I love her, by the way. She's fantastic. Nice Jewish girl. I don't know. She does it for me. I think she's cool. Let's go. <laughs> Dive right in. It never works. I don't think she is. I think she just sort of like is up for whatever shows up. Maybe. I don't know. You but know where she's from, bothering. right? You know she's from your area. Yeah, she's a New York girl. She's No, she's like a, a Heights girl. I think she went to Yeshiva. No bullshit. No, I know. She's a big Yeshivite. Um, yeah, she's got... And that, that was a real hair in Russian doll. Crazy girl. But yeah, that's what's been bothering me. That more isn't bothering me because I'm not doing anything. So I don't see like life's little nuances. I don't see the little like, Larry David quirks that would people would walk by but would tor- torment me. Right, Nothing right. torments me because I don't do enough, and it's been just oh. torturing me. Just wait until the non-maskers come back, and then when people say something, it's like, fuck you, asshole. Here's my two shots, okay? Here's my two yeah, shots. What are they going to do when you get your shots? Are they going to give you a piece of flair? Like, I don't want to say a star, but, you know. Ten pieces of flair? Exactly. But are you going to get a piece of, like, a little yeah. button that says, I've got my mask, now I, I can I can go mask. I, I got my shot, I can be an asshole? Like, whatever you want. Yeah, I think it's going to be something like that. Yeah, I think it's definitely going to be something like that. you got to get, like, a pin. Because a sticker won't stay stuck. It's got to be something that, that punctures the, the fabric. All right, Zach. We've reached that point of the episode for, me. for some trivia time. On? Some, like, word of the day calendar? Yes, that's what I use for actually from all of my notes here. It's word of the day. So this was from December the 3rd. I can read it to you. It's from Hamilton. I come, O Lord, I mount, I fly. On rapidly. I'm reading this whole thing. I come, O Lord, I mount? Well, yeah. December 3rd. I write most of my notes because I get these things and I'm like, I just throw them away. So at least I take notes on them. Do you want to take a guess what today's trivia is going to be on? It's going to be mess trivia and it's going to be impossible. Absolutely not, Zach. You weren't paying attention because this is the booze your daddy Boo Year Eve, if you will, episode. So today, Boo Year Eve, you got it. Boo Year Eve, Boo Year Eve, whatever. It's all there. We are going to be better in the comments. We are going to be testing your knowledge today. That was from Zach. That was seriously from like ten minutes ago. I got nothing. I'm dying here. Today we're testing your knowledge on New Year's, New Year's Eve type stuff. Are you ready? Not even a little bit. You're going to just torment me. Karma is a bitch. Here we go. Yeah, me and Karma are good. We're at the club. Question number one. Everyone knows Sydney has the first largest New Year's Eve celebration. What is the country that has the first New Year? The country that has the first New Year. Sydney has the first largest New Year's Eve celebration. What is the country that has the first New Year? 
New Year's? The country that has first New Year's, well, if it's the first largest, then it would be Australia with the first New Year's country. No, yeah, stretch it, New Zealand. It's so it was, it, the question was, what is the first New Year? So I tried to trick you by saying Sydney, and you yeah. pivoted very quickly, very smartly to say New Zealand. Uh-huh. Correct answer was American Samoa, actually. So yeah, that is incorrect. So, so this is going to be – how many questions are there? <laughs> I made it easier after that one. There are how many questions? So this is going to be an 0 for 5 so that I can stop torturing your sister. Who? Well, that's why she doesn't like me, by the way. Because you just kept hitting her up over and over and over? No, no, not in the DM because I hit her for the going 0 for 5. Oh. That's, that's, that, that's probably true. Uh, anyway, it was the Pacific <laughs> Islands, Tonga, Samoa, or Samoa, as they say on 90 Day Fiance, and Kerbali, Kerbadi. I kind of wrote it wrong. Spent a month there one night. Go on. All right. Question number two. Auld Lang Syne, the mm-hmm. unofficial song of New Year's, is originally Scottish. What does it translate to? Auld Lang Syne. Uh, all be forgotten. I don't know. Old Long Since. That it was it was right there in the question, Zach. Scottish is not that far off of a language that it wasn't Pretty like far away from it's was it Earth? The old Irish? Uh? Old long since is what it actually is. <laughs> question number three. In Spain, or Espain, as they like to say, <laughs> they eat twelve of what fruit for good luck on New Year's Eve? They eat twelve of twelve what of what fruit? fruit? Grapes. Grapes is correct. Nice. Mm-hmm. I was like, grapes, you know, it would be apples. You're not eating like 10, 12 watermelons, right? I learned that watching Modern Family. Son the of Billy a bitch. Billy D. Williams episode. Damn it. Yeah. Fucking shit horse. All right, well, I figured... Shit horse? Shit horse, yeah, whatever. So... I felt bad. I thought you'd be 0 for 3 at this point. So I wanted yeah. to give you a new a something specific to New York, okay? okay. Dick Clark quite the coxman. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you he has a lot of kids. Oh, yeah. He was very, very active. In New York, smashing a peppermint version of what animal is considered good luck? It's a New York City question, Zach. A, a peppermint, peppermint version. Version of what animal? Um, well, it's, it's a New York thing. Um, hmm. A New York thing. A peppermint pigeon. Correct answer is a pig. You had the first two letters right. I can't give you partial credit. Sorry. No, 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 I don't want partial credit. But I thought we were on to say smash on this show. You can't smash a like button. You can't. Oh, my God. Don't start. Why is that a thing? What's so bad? Oh, yeah. Bitch slap the like button. Pimp hand. Like, why can't Wait, I? Why, why, why can't? So bad? You don't watch enough YouTube because I that's all. I a British guy who teaches me golf tips, and he says smash, and it's delightful. Uh, but he probably says smosh, the like button. He does, but he gets really into it. Dude, the people online, if you only knew, they say it every couple of minutes, and it's just constantly, and hit the bell and give us a, it's, it's such it's whoring. Yeah, you hit the bell. Because when you, when you hit subscribe and hit the like button, it makes like a bing. Hmm. Yes, that's a, it's a saying, dude. If, I know if you, it's a saying, but I don't know why you hate it so much. Because it's whoring yourself out. It is just constant advertising. It's constant. Whore. Why don't we have a, like a, a, our version of Smash, but have like a bougie we're, on, we're live on YouTube right now. Do you want to tell people to smash the like button right now? No, no. If they, I want to tell them your version of Smash the Like so we can be whores, but proper whores. Go ahead. It's 41 minutes in. If they're still watching at this point, they'll probably be back next episode. Why don't you tickle the like button for me? Give me a tickle, little tickle. Tickle the like button. Yeah, tickle the like button or like that. Don't smash it. It's a little, you know, they're sensitive. But give it a tickle. Be nice to that like button. Continue All right. to contribute. <laughs> Last question. Question number five. Seven, seven, seven. <laughs> what year, plus or minus 10, was the first ball drop? 1927. Correct answer was 
1907. So you're not right. Damn. So the only one I got right was the grapes. Just like the only one you got right was the old <laughs> idiots. <laughs> All right. Well, I generally try to make these things a little bit more gettable. Can we call a truce for our trivia? And maybe next time we'll... I didn't care if you got the answers right. I just wanted to do the trivia and have fun. I was That trivia was for me. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yes, we can call, no, 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 no truce, actually. If I have to trivia again, they're going to be bananas. Oh, banana, the answers bananas are going to be totally secondary to the question. It's, it's true. Yeah. All all right. build up to the question. It's all about the Catons. Oh, I was, it's all about the Catonsville. Anybody? Anybody? Samanda? Catonsville? Is that one of those unsafe towns in Baltimore? It's an unsafe county on the outskirts of Baltimore City. It's all unsafe. As we wind down this episode 2020, I'm not asking if you have anything left. I am going to ask you if you have any New Year's resolutions, sir. No, to keep being awesome. Um, what a douche. I don't know. Yeah, what a douche. No, I don't tend to make resolutions just like we don't go over the table and say what we're grateful or thankful for at Thanksgiving. We're just us, and we're not going to keep any of them anyway. By January 4th, we're going to go back to being the worst people we are. So there's no point in lying to ourselves. But go nuts. Do you have any resolutions? Gonna- I mean, my resolutions, I, I try to go for something achievable. One year it was like curse less. One year no, it was ex- expect, less, expect less from people where I was like, just lower your expectations. Try not to hope for such big things. No, no I'm waiting to be wowed. Of course, everybody's always trying to eat better and exercise more. And, you know, I make I, I make this reference all the time, but I still say the fun, my number one, like, funny meme ever, it comes out around March where it says my New Year's resolution is to lose 10 pounds, so I only have 15 more to go. Like, that always that always gives me a laugh. I think it's yeah. really, really funny. My New Year's resolution is just to eat more vegetables. It's like, I need to have more green in my life. I, I never thought that I would say that because there's plenty of green in my life. But, you know, just see, that's, it's kind of stupid. But that, but you asked. Like, in how many bites for the carrot? Oh, I like I close my nose. I hate vegetables. Yeah. I absolutely despise them. But I'm still going to do my best to do it. Oh, there was a deep throat joke in there. You missed it. It's, nevertheless, go nuts. All uh, right, eat more vegetables. Enjoy. I eat a lot of vegetables. My my wife cooks pretty healthy. Well, she can, doesn't cook. I eat terribly, but she cooks healthy. I can say almost without a doubt that a whole tomato and a whole cucumber have never been inside my parents' house. Not that you know of. <laughs> A tomato? What are you doing with a tomato, Zach? If you have to ask, you can't afford it. Um, check their check their nightstand. Check their Jesus end tables. <laughs> good callback. Yeah, Sir, exactly. would you like yeah. to take us out today? Last time? Happy New Year to all you. Watch Happy the ball drop. It's going to be Steve Jonas's balls. <laughs> Frankie Jonas. Him too. Um, yeah, Happy New Year to all and to all a good night. Very much so. Everybody, especially, listen, we're doing the, we're doing these episodes. Especially drink. We're doing these episodes live on my Facebook, on our Boozer Daddy Facebook. It's also on YouTube. Tickle the like button. People, we're having a good time here. We're probably going to shoot for like every Tuesday or so, but if you really want to know when it's happening, hit me up. Make sure you're downloading the episodes. We're available everywhere. Tickle the like button, as we said, which is pretty friggin' funny. It's a thing. It's, it's going viral. It's a Bo- thing. Booze your daddy from daddy to everybody in the world. Samanda, I love you. Julia, Ron, Evan, you, everybody who's a part of this. We out. We out. Mwah. Delicious. We out.